Beep, Beep Jockey time. time. <laughs> what a great Christmas movie. I'm still burping up freaking gravy candy cane mm, over here. Yum. <laughs> That's the gift that keeps on giving yeah, the whole it does. day. <laughs> did you finish your pickle? I did. I finished the pickle. <laughs> Took and it all down, huh? Shout that pickle down. Episode 198, it's a podcast with a guy and a guy and a guy. <laughs> I'm Mike. I'm Craig and my mouth tastes like pickle. Yeah. Among other things. Just pickle right now. <laughs> How's it going, Craig? Pretty good. We just had, did a food blog, so look for that. <laughs> On the food blog page. On the food blog page. Or in your RSS feed or in your iTunes or... Stitcher catcher, whatever the hell you St- use. Stitcher catcher, <laughs> that, isn't that what it's called? Just Stitcher. Okay. <laughs> Were you trying to say pitcher catcher? Isn't there something <laughs> called pod catcher? Isn't that a thing? That might be. There's a. I was just getting those confused. That's okay. Let's grab our guest here. He came in for the food blog and stayed for the show. Grab well, him. hello Larry. <laughs> hello Larry. Hey, what's going on? What are we grabbing him by? Actually, my name's Abe. Abe, Abe Froman. Welcome, Abe. <laughs> We're grabbing Abe, him by Abe the sausage. Froman? Yes. The, the sausage, sausage king, king of, Chicago. of Chicago. Yes, that's me. You should call me Abe for the whole episode. Welcome aboard, Abe. <laughs> what does he look like? <laughs> <laughs> about five, leather jacket. About five nine, leather jacket, white t shirt. Devastating. Devastatingly handsome. Yeah. So that's <laughs> obviously me. That's on Netflix, in case you want to go watch that a <laughs> billion is. times in a row. <laughs> um, I'm enjoying this pickle candy cane. I'm gonna eat the whole thing, I think. Yeah. Yep. Sure. You do that. Yep. I'm going to. Hello, hello, Larry. You guys Larry. go on with the podcast. I'm theme just from uh, eat pickle. Theme from a TV show starring a a former uh, colonel from Mash, <laughs> who is dead, just like this the guy who replaced him, who died five years ago, not last week. <laughs> yeah. did, you do, did you do that on purpose? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I saw a thing, and I said, "Oh, Mike's going to be devastated," and mm-hmm. I just cued it you right just in. Just went there with it and went and, and found the theme on the YouTube didn't bother and everything. To look, didn't bother to look at the. Didn't uh, bother to read it. Didn't bother to even look at the URL, which had the date in it. <laughs> the, the date was 2011. The, the date was at the top of the article next to the title. I looked at the URL. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you know what? Sometimes you got to keep people on their toes That's because right. yeah. you and I perpetrated a hoax on April first two years ago, three years ago, whatever it was, a couple April 1st yeah. ago, and never got called on it by anybody. Anyone, we had an entire no news story that was a complete fabrication by the two of us. We mm-hmm. spent seven, eight minutes on it. What was it? It was something about volcano something Volcano-y. in the area, yeah. and we had like made up names of professors and researchers at Georgia Tech. Uh-huh. You did yeah. this on the podcast? On the podcast. Yes. Oh, wow. I, we I reported something about a either. volcano here. It was yeah. with Lisa was on the we were doing. We were doing <laughs> fake. She was in on it. We were, all, yeah. we were all asking fake questions. It was my quote-unquote news story. They had fake pre- questions prepared. Three years ago? 
It was about local stuff, so most yeah. of our listenership would have been like, "Oh, that's interesting." Uh-huh. Yeah, go to it was look about, for it. It was about a volcano being under like the Stone Mountain or something. Yeah, we had all sorts of <laughs> specific information about what the tectonic plates here are called. Like Stone Mountain was is actually rising because of the magma that's underneath it. Or something. I do not yeah. remember that. At Giant all. lie. <laughs> yeah. Seven minutes of lies. We no were one doing, ever said anything. We were doing fake news before it was cool. <laughs> Um, I'll tell you what's not fake is um, I'm making fat cash. Are you? Oh. I have had How, sales. Actual beyond sales? Beyond the Kickstarter, yes. How many? Oh, heck yeah. As of looking you... at it yesterday, two. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's like 200% more than, well, no. it's like That's a, infinity, a, it's infinity more than what I had previously. Had before, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's slowly... Creeping along. So where can people go to purchase it if they didn't back the Kickstarter? You can go to drivethroughrpg.com. Okay, so that's where they get it. Yep. Or dtrpg.com? Nope. Drivethroughrpg. All one word. Okay. T-H-R-U. I haven't ordered my book yet, but I'm going to. Got to get on top of that, man. I already got the PDF downloaded, man. Yeah, before they run <laughs> out of books. <laughs> that's true. Before Wait, can't they just make more? <laughs> before they run out of paper. Mm, that's true. <laughs> but what exactly is on demand? <laughs> it means they print it for you when you want it. Okay, before they run out of paper <laughs> and ink. Um, I want to share this with everybody, and you can go ahead and throw this up on your Facebook pages if you feel like it. I did this a little bit. I threw out this up this up threw it up this morning, and some people have responded to it. Let me see if I can get the right one up here. What it was basically, uh, I called for people to. Just, somebody, I, I saw it on somebody else's feed, and I thought it would be funny for people to chime in. What, describe your hobby badly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, like I wrote, I assemble ones and zeros in a machine for months on end. When I'm done, I trade copies of the ones and zeros for filthy pieces of paper. <laughs> <laughs> then okay. I start over. <laughs> <laughs> I I do that, but without the filthy paper part. Yes. Um, my friend Alice wrote, I stick my hands in things, waggle them around, and make funny noises. She does a puppet show thing. Uh, <laughs> I was like trying to figure out does what she, that was. Does she sing while she cooks? Um, d- uh, guest on the show, David's, uh, Dave Lupo says, uh, I stare at glowing sheets of plastic for hours un- until the government gives underprivileged people money. Because he'd been glowing doing more activism kind of stuff. I'm assuming he's talking about computer screens. Oh. Uh, in some manner. Okay. That he, because uh, he, he, he does things for, he's, he's gotten into uh, charity oh, work boy. and, and fundraising things backer I, <laughs> kickstarter backer brian writes i mutilate trees and then oil their corpses <laughs> he's a makes furniture my friend tag stares at colored moving lights i'm assuming that's a movie movie watching movie oh. buff um and uh my friend heather hobby whatever <laughs> Are you going to really, are we going to start out, we're going to start 2017 by crapping on my friend Tag. Yes. <laughs> sure, I don't, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Sorry, Tag. Anyway, um, and Heather, so far, uh, so far Heather's in the lead. Um, Heather's a friend of mine from Milwaukee who writes, I apply colored liquid plastic to tiny pieces of metal with hair stolen from a weasel butt. Oh, okay, she paints little things. She paints miniatures. Uh. <laughs> yeah, weasel, weasel butt. butt hair? <laughs> I guess. Maybe, maybe she's hair, but different types of brushes. 
like as big, if it's the real little teeny, ones, yeah. like yeah, really fine, yeah, fine need, haired you do brushes. You need to find small hairs. Yeah. Yes. So um, the weasel butt brushes, the really expensive ones. Weasel butt. <laughs> new, new band name. I called it. <laughs> new, new podcast name. <laughs> Welcome to Weasel Butt. <laughs> we got to come up with uh, content for it. Got to figure out what Weasel Butt is about. But yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Shall we get rolling here, everybody? Uh, sure. What's up, Craig? Oh. Oh, yeah. Carrie Fisher. Good Lord. <laughs> reported live on the show as we recorded yeah. 15 minutes after news had broke about her having a heart attack on a plane. She died. Yep. Never, apparently never regained consciousness. Nope. And then... The next day, her mom died. Debbie Reynolds. Yep. Well done, two thick, 2016, you <laughs> giant dick. It's a twofer. Jeez. That <laughs> poor family, man. Well, yeah, I was kind of worried about Debbie Reynolds because she hasn't been in very good health. Last time I saw her on TV, which was maybe within the last year, definitely within the last two years, mm-hmm. she was accepting some kind of lifetime achievement. From award. her daughter. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, her, yeah. her daughter did the intro. And Carrie she did, did the intro. She did not look good. Yeah, she was a little unsteady. Slow and like, you know, well, she's her speech up there was seat. off. And she's only 84. That's enough. Yeah. yeah. It's beyond she was on a She was on, you know, eight years, eight years of yeah. borrowed time for a woman in the United States. I think, right? 76, something like that. Um, yeah, well, there you go. There's been a lot of, uh, I mean, like my my internet feed, my Facebook and Twitter feed, you know, and the, mm-hmm. U, the U face and the my tubes and all that stuff was been just like nothing but Carrie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds for about three days there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cheery. Yeah. Well, did you see like the Twitter universe? Like, was a call to you know protect Betty White. From twenty six. Oh, yeah. There's like a, there's a GoFundMe <laughs> yeah, go up and page. running to keep yeah. Betty White safe. <laughs> Build a dome around her. <laughs> Erect a force field. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so she might she might die later today. We don't know. You'll know that. By the time you're, by listening, the time you're listening to this. Betty White? Yeah. Why would you say that? Yeah, that's... What is well, like wrong I, with Like you? I jinxed people by talking about them. I'm, I I'm heard so you. Powerful. I heard you trash talking Carrie White. Carrie, Carrie White. White. Carrie White. <laughs> Who's that? Is that a that's country the, western? Singer? That's the protagonist of Stephen King's Carrie. <laughs> is that her last name? <laughs> last name is okay. White. Yeah, Carrie. Carrie Fisher. Anyway, um, do we want to listen to Carrie Fisher a little bit from her? Uh, okay. Her one woman show, <laughs> Wishful Drinking. Absolutely. When I got this job, they told me that I had to lose ten pounds. Well, I weighed about 105 at the time. Well, no, but to be fair now, I carried about 50 of those pounds in my face. So you know what a good idea would be, though? Give me a hairstyle that further widens my already wide face. George Lucas, you know, I mean, the, he, he is a visionary, right? I mean, he has transported audiences the world over, and he's provided Mark and Harrison and myself with enough fan mail and even 
a small merry band of stalkers, <laughs> keeping us entertained for the rest of our unnatural lives. No, my favorite fan story actually happened last year. Um, we were doing the show in Santa Fe, and so I go into this rock shop one day, as one does, and the guy behind the counter goes, oh, aren't you? Yeah. He said, I thought about you every day from when I was 12 to when I was 22. And I said, every day? And he said, well, four times a day. <laughs> hey <laughs> What am I supposed to say? Thank you. <laughs> but now, don't forget... George Lucas, he was the man who made me into a little doll. A little doll that my first husband could stick pins into <laughs> when he was annoyed with me. Then I was a shampoo where you could twist off my head <laughs> and pour liquid out of my neck. Mm -hmm. And I was a soap. A soap which read, lather up with Leia and you'll feel like a princess yourself. <laughs> Boys. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, bye-bye, Carrie Fisher. Rest in peace, Carrie Fisher. And Debbie Reynolds. And, uh, and I, didn't, I didn't really follow her career. I didn't really know much about her. She was singing in the rain. Yeah, she had to learn how to dance she was on for that movie. She was on a TV, she was and on then TV they put her, bunch. They put her next to... Who uh, the two guys that danced a lot? Whose <laughs> names I'm blanking on right now. <laughs> you know those two guys that danced a lot: Fred Astaire, Fred Astaire. and uh, uh, the other one, Danny Kaye. No, Bing Crosby. No, he sang. I don't know. You're way before my time. Don't care enough to to to, to look it up. Um, he was in Unsinkable Molly Brown too. Those are the two. Yeah. That, uh, that everybody talks about. But if if you want to see a really funny movie with uh, older Debbie Reynolds in it, check out uh, Mother. We okay. always we always talk about we 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 make reference to the Albert Brooks film. Uh, no, I can't think of any names. <laughs> <laughs> Judgment Defending City, your Defending Your Life, your life. <laughs> um, with Meryl Streep. But uh, I think the year after that, or two years after that, he made a movie with Debbie Reynolds where he played her son called Mother. And it's hilarious. It's okay. not quite as funny as the a little more low key than defending your life. It doesn't take place, you know, in limbo. It's not. It's it's a little more down <laughs> to earth. It's not a science fiction movie. It's a little more down to earth. Yeah, it's it's a, not a quite lot so more high down concept. To earth. Correct. You know who else died? Oh God, no! Who? Robert Hulsman, eighty-four years old. Who's that? Uh, the inventor of the Red Solo cup. Oh man! Party foul. <laughs> Red Solo cup, <laughs> I fill you up. So, so Leia and Solo died. Ah! I just realized that now. Uh, You're uh, welcome. Uh, uh. All right. What else have we got? Speaking of celebrity deaths. Oh, good Lord. And celebrities who died last year in 2016. This can we perhaps next, really this, this coming episode. year on Nerdburger? Can we perhaps not talk about that this stuff as much? Uh, that's fine with after, me. After today. Uh, okay. I don't have any control over that, but uh, I'm okay with not talking about people dying if they don't die. How's Abe Vigoda? Right. Still dead. dead. 
Damn. <laughs> one, one, one of our losses from this year. Yeah. One, of, one of our first, I think, January. One of the oh, one of the earliest ones we reported anyway. Anywho, what do mm-hmm. you got? Well, uh, someone else famous died in March, oh. specifically the end of March. Right around my birthday. You know who I'm talking about? I don't know when everybody died. Who? <laughs> oh, you just know that your birthday's at the I end of March? <laughs> yeah. Mine's at the beginning. You were acting like... <laughs> no, Patty Duke. Okay. Oh, yeah. I remember that, yeah. Is <laughs> this, this just happened to come up a couple of weeks ago at work, and I don't even know how. Mm-hmm. But somebody looked... <laughs> Looked this up, and we everybody was floored. Nobody could, be, no one had ever heard this. Right. And apparently, this this came out immediately after she died. Okay. But do you know who Sean Astin's biological father is? Patty Duke. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh my God! Was was she a hermaphrodite? <laughs> XXY. <laughs> yes, Sean Astin. <laughs> no, I. I uh... Who's Sean Astin's? Han, Han Solo? <laughs> well, I mean, supposedly it's uh, John Astin, right? right? Gomez Adams. Okay. Right. I'm, I have to read this because it's way too difficult to follow or remember. Uh, <laughs> Duke had a colorful romantic history, having just come out of a scandalous relationship with 17-year-old Desi Arnaz Jr., Oh, no way. All right. And impulsively marrying Michael Tell, a, quote, total stranger who had been subletting her apartment. <laughs> they were together for 13 days, and the marriage was annulled a year later. Uh, the media speculated as to who exactly fathered the baby. The actress ultimately deduced that the father of her baby was actor John Astin, star of the Addams Family TV series, who was married at the time. They kept their affair secret until after their son, Sean, was born, and Astin's divorce was final and wed in 1972. But... While Aston raised Sean as his own and had a second child with Duke, the truth about the boy's paternity wouldn't come out until years later. This all came out in 2001. All right. Wow. When Sean was just 14, Duke confessed to him that Arnez was, in fact, his biological father. <laughs> I mean, think about it. He doesn't really look like John Aston. Uh-huh. Like, you look at him and you look at Patty Duke and you think, okay, he got all of Patty Duke's genes, right? Because he's short and. Right, kind of round shaped. Um, <laughs> well, I like his face. I mean, he does have a round face. Yes, that's fair. <laughs> After Sean learned of his paternal background, he began to develop a relationship with Arnez. But when Sean was nearly twenty-six, he met a relative of Tell's who suggested they were related. Determined to, to discover the truth, Sean underwent a DNA paternal test between himself and all three men. The outcome: Michael Tell is Sean Aston's father. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Wow. Yes, the, what did they say? Quote, total stranger who had been subletting yeah, Patty Duke's say, apartment. Was this the guy that she was married to for 13 days? <laughs> yeah. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. She maintained until her death that it was it was uh, John Aston and that the DNA test was, was a lie. But much like um, studies on whether eggs are good for you and whether pork is bad for you, in a few years it will be revealed that John Aston was in fact <laughs> Sean Aston's father. And then a few years later, it'll be Desi Arnaz Jr. again. And, yes. Yeah. Did Desi Arnaz Jr. sound like his dad? <laughs> I, don't, I imagine he didn't. Desi Arnaz had that thick Cuban accent. Funny sounded like this. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you telling me that my dad is little Ricky? <laughs> ah! <laughs> Your 
Do we want to make? Do we want to have fun with with Desi Arnaz Junior's accent or De- not Junior Desi Arnaz's accent? Okay. Um, and maybe with Bella Lugosi's accent. <laughs> of course. Let's go. I, th- I always say this idea. I thought they should have done a show called "What Is Bella Lugosi Saying?" Like oh, those geez. all those horrible old movies he did. Just take out a line where he like says two sentences. And play it like ten times, and you still don't know what he's saying. <laughs> like what? You just well, guess. There's one thing, and I finally figured out what he said. He was doing this thing with Abbott Costello, the shtick. Uh-huh. This was the end. end. This was the end this for the, him. Right, the very end of the end. This is where they weren't filling up the theaters anymore with Dracula movies. The end of their show is they. He kept saying that he had to leave, and they're like, "I do have to go because." The sun's coming up. Okay. You know, Brian will play. Okay. Brian, you play. I don't know what he's going to say. <laughs> and then, and they, they have to go because uh, they're trying to get you with a steak. You know, all this stuff. No, no, it's not that. And this is what his answer was. No, I just remembered my car is overparked, and you know how those Los Angeles cops are. That's okay. the joke. No, my car That's is overparked. I just remembered my car is overparked, and you know how those Los Angeles cops I just remembered my car is overparked. You know how those Los Angeles cops are. <laughs> <laughs> I li- oh, 20 I times. Figure that out. 20 <laughs> times. I'm like, I'm like slowing it down. <laughs> I just remembered my car. Okay, say it real speed again. It was. Just remembered my car is overpowered. You know this Los Angeles Hassar? <laughs> <laughs> oh, horrible. He's reading it, you know, and he can barely. Are there, was he? Oh, it's not that. <laughs> what? He was an lying. actor, and everybody lying. knows Bela Lugosi as as Dracula. Dracula. But yeah. did he ever play like Dagwood Bumstead's boss in anything? One role. That was his <laughs> right. one role. Uh, he never did anything. Come else. on, he Dracula. had to be. No. But he always played. If it wasn't Dracula, it was the Twisted Scientist. Okay, then either. not after. He might have done something on Before. the way up. Before, as you he was know, starting, some he didn't just stuff. dive like a, in. Uh, <laughs> he didn't just dive into the. Dracula. Cowboy, yeah. He beat, out, he beat out Hugh Beaumont for, you know, for one Well, you, you, you know, you have to do your homework. You know, those teachers try to get you to do it. Oh, uh, gee, Dad. Cut, Bella. Uh, <laughs> slow down. What are you doing? It's all out. And the asshole is all out looking for Wally in the account. God forgot lunch. <laughs> what? <laughs> Come on! How about how about how about Fred Rutherford coming over? Word, old man. Word, old man. My Clarence told me that Wallace was smoking cigarettes. Oh, he had smoked cigarettes, and you have to tell Clarence about the lumpy. You'll go home to see Violet Rutherford. <laughs> right, old man. <laughs> It'd be a great show. What is Bella saying? Lucy's now married to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah Demi Desi Arnaz look like you're really Right. Really you can great. get Desi yeah, on the sure. best day. <laughs> Desi fishing becomes nothing at that point. Desi. Uh, Bella Lugosi Desi Arnaz having an argument. He's, 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 his manager. He's, he's the manager of the Tropicana. <laughs> What do you mean? Have to call back a couple of shows? You have to do normal shows because of that. The jazz is playing tomorrow night at the club. But your first dance do not work anymore. But you have to do it. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> Honey, Lucy, I brought this year, I brought the. Uh, uh, Bella Lugosi home for dinner. Yes, he told me that guy is for you to dinner. Die, just casar. You could have been Mr. Roper if he'd lived. Right. He could have been like Norman Fell. 
I am telling you, Jack is gay. There's no way that I was making the people's critiques of him. Jack is as gay as the day's long. Oh, I love that bit. That's from our radio show that we listen to when they have their uh, comedian friend, Mike Toomey, who no one has ever heard of, but who is a really great uh-huh. um, impressionist. He's based out of Chicago. Yeah. Abe, you might know him after all. Um, hey, yeah, uh, Christmas. We just had the Christmas. Uh-huh. You know what I got? Uh, one of the gifts I got from my sister. What'd you get? I got not this year's album, but the previous year's album. Oh, the Bob and Brian the Bob album. And Brian sure. One. Whichever one that was. Was that a... I don't remember. Yeah. Anyway. And there's, I'm like, there's been like 20 of them. So I unwrap <laughs> it. And uh, and I, obviously it's not this year. I buy them anyway. I buy them myself. It's for charity. By the way, we'll put put a link up since we play their stuff again. Sure. So go ahead and spend some money and give money to charity. It's for children with cancer. For God's sake. If you sake. don't buy these CDs, you want children to die of cancer. That's yeah. right. That's right. You're, you're the devil. <laughs> um. Well, anyway, so I noticed it's well, it's not the new one, which makes sense. Like, oh, she bought me the new CD. She doesn't know that I buy them for myself every year. That's right. whatever. It's the thought that counts. I'm like, no, it's last year's CD. <laughs> and I'm like, hmm. <laughs> well, it's still the thought that counts. And then I turned it over and, oh, my God, it's autographed by everyone. Oh, wow. Cool. To me. To you. Yes. With your name. Oh. Yeah. Because Very cool. <laughs> the uh, producer... I told you about this. Oh, he, yeah, yeah. He lives out there. Right. Yeah. Sh- my, the my producer s- of the show, yeah. Eric. Yeah. Yeah. My sister and my brother-in-law know him and his wife. They're buddies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> their, their kids are on the same football team. <laughs> Mike nice. Mike was at a football game? It was, yeah, the like the 12-year-old youth At one point, youth, and he, he texted me a uh, stalker photo that he took of the producer of the show, Eric, um, from <laughs> <Sitting>. behind him. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> sitting in the bleachers. At I the did. football game, saying, so the "Look, of his there's head. Rod. There he is. Look." Well, I did. I on purpose. I did a one of the panorama oh, photos no like, to to disguise the fact that I was taking his picture. So he's all the way over on one side. <laughs> it's like I'm taking a picture of the kids on the field. Uh, nope. Really, just wanted to see the back of his. I, I taunted Mike a little bit, trying to get him to go over there and act all stalkery, but he wouldn't fall for it. Anyway, he uh, he told her that that he thinks that it's really cool that we listen to the show from. Atlanta. Oh, cool. That's good. Yeah. Um, next time you talk to her, ask uh, th- her to ask him when we can be on Bob and Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? They can okay. they can call us in. We can be their podcast experts. There you okay. go. Or when they sometimes talk about something like uh, you know D and D or. Anything on the super computer, nerd stuff. super nerd stuff that they are way well, they, out of touch with because they're in their fifties. Well, they, you know, we're in our forties, so we're much more in oh, touch. We're wake, hip, and cooler. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think Brian's son takes care of all of their computer questions. Yeah, but but yeah. they've still made fools out of themselves when talking about some things. <laughs> well, yeah, he's not there to yeah. correct them. It's <laughs> nerdy stuff. Anyway, what else is news, Mike? Um, Anything worth talking about here? Hang on. Happy New Year! Wee! <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is okay. All right, I'm ready. <laughs> ready when you are. Um, <laughs> this this is one of those things where I I just kind of I saw the headline and I'm like, nah, that might be interesting, and then it turned out it was more than I thought, and for for not for the reasons that were obvious. 
Uh, this is an article. This is from like a month ago. It's called Parents Advised to Be on the Watch for Teens Texting Codes. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've seen this. Like codes that mean... There's not any ex- secret sex stuff or right, something like right. that. Right, it's, it's how it's how kids can can yeah. uh, text to each other, and, and even if their parents are reading it, it just looks like gibberish. Right, unless their parents are you know have more than two brain cells. Like, learn the code. In which case, it's pretty obvious what they're talking. <laughs> yeah. <about. laughs> um, I use abbreviations for everything I text. Said the this one teen. Uh, she figures her parents only know some of the slang that teens like to uh, type, uh, such as lol. Laugh out loud, everyone knows that. Uh, But there are others that uh, this uh, girl and her sister said they would never use. However, some of their peers do. Sure. Uh Mm -hmm. yeah, We don't do do it, it. but our friends do it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'm holding it for a friend. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, CBS 2 showed the girl's mother, Crystal, a list including IWS. IWS. I want sex. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> All right. Pretty straightforward. G Y P O. Jippo. That's like a. That's a not. That's a nasty thing to, to like, <laughs> call a. Uh... Does the P stand okay, for I, penis? A, 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 an <laughs> ethnic European, ethnic <laughs> Southeastern European, like gypsy. Yeah. Like uh, get your jippo. penis on. <laughs> your... Get your pe- out. Get it out. <laughs> It's you're close. It's get your pants off. Ah, oh, yeah, right. get your penis out. Same thing. Or get your penis out. Or yeah. get your poos out. Yeah, yeah. That would be G Y V O. No, it'd be G Y P O. If you use that word. Yeah. G N O C. G N O C. I'll give you. I'll give you a clue. G stands for get again. G N O C. Get naked on camera. Oh, jeez. Yep. Uh. <laughs> Uh, she didn't know what any of those were, but she guessed correctly what the letter C, the letter U, the number four, and the number six means. C U four six. Yeah, six is good. Do you like? Do you six? like six? <laughs> I like six. Uh, Seinfeld. It's everywhere. <laughs> A study done in Southern California school district found uh, of the teenagers teenagers who had phones, one out of seven of them is tech uh, is it says texting, but it's sexting. Sexting. They mean to, they meant to put sexting because <laughs> because <laughs> seven out of seven teenagers who have phones are texting. Yes. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, I've seen things like that. Yeah. Said Shelby Lapierre, seventeen. Uh, but Lapierre says she stays away from such behavior believing her father guy when he said, quote, it never goes away and they know that. (laughs) No, teenagers don't know that. (laughs) A lot of them anyway. Right. Let me qualify that. A lot of people don't know that. Right. 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 Like you put something on the internet, there's a very good chance that it is never going away. Yeah. Well, good for good for guy for uh, at least giving it a shot at making being a decent parent. (laughs) Being proven that she heard him when he said those words. Yeah. <laughs> CBS 2 showed him the list, and he responded, Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> CBS 2 also noted that a solitary number nine means parent watching. All right. He okay. said he, he knew a couple, of, uh, a couple of them, but not that one. PIR is parent in room, and POS means parent over shoulder. I had heard of... POS, I think. 
but not the number nine thing. Anyway, let's hope that uh, that guy can keep Shelby LaPierre in line so that when she turns 18, she doesn't doesn't become Shelby McJuggums. How about... And star in her own porno. Right, how right, about... Right, right, right? Sure. How about I-W-T-C-Y-H-B-B-W-M-G-J? That's too many. Letters. Wow! <laughs> I-W-T... I want to... I want to cover your hairy bingle bangle with my goof juice. <laughs> did you just type that one up yourself? Or did you, is that real? That's from a Patton Oswalt bit oh. <laughs> where he has a show where he's got to say some naughty stuff and then the, the producer or the, the people at the venue will say, you know, we don't want you to say the naughty stuff, but can you say like a cute, funny, uh-huh. G-rated way of saying stuff? And he says it sounds like, like when you do it G-rated, it sounds even dirty. Uh-huh. <laughs> Harry Bingle Bangle. Goof <laughs> <laughs> juice. Goof juice. <laughs> wow, that was really easy to find using the search feature. <laughs> no. Searching my email. Shall I, Craig, shall I, shall I read the, uh, Text description for Sextant to the Stars. Uh, sure. <laughs> I couldn't remember if Shelby McJuggums was the name, and it is. <laughs> I remembered that. Should I read the hetero version or the, the steamier lesbian version? Oh, God. I, I don't care. <laughs> what, what do you think? I'm going to go with the lesbian version. Right. Of course. There you go. Uh, I get a, oh, where'd it go? I don't even know what this is. Is this going to be offensive? This is this going to anger hopefully. listeners? <laughs> well now now i'm lost now it's nothing but a bunch of direct tv crap where'd the thing go well you're on one of those websites you fool <laughs> um new, new year's resolution for me mm-hmm. if it's a slideshow or a gallery don't click screw on you. it no yep. i'm done, done. i'm done yep. never once not nope. gonna happen i'm done nope. if i get into a page and i have a hard time finding the next button uh-huh. i'm out yep if there are three buttons that look like next buttons, but two of them are going to take me to take some you ad, advertisement, I'm out. <laughs> yep, done. I call on the rest of the world to join me. I'm right there with you. I usually get to those and I click on them, and then it's like, Ugh, and then I'll hit next a couple times, and then I get tired. I'm like, nope, done. Nope, because it just takes too long. It's annoying. All done. Not doing it. Oh, what else we got? Anything? Sounds like you're not getting where you want Mike's to get. There we go. Looking up stuff. Okay. <laughs> he's just silently. IPad. He's reading silently to himself. Oh. <laughs> so, Craig, Craig, Craig uh, emails me. Forgot my phone at home today. My life is without direction. Yeah. I said, "Oh my God, how did you even make it to the office?" Craig replied, "Stars and a sextant." <laughs> to, which, to which I replied, "That just gave me an idea for a porno." <laughs> and then this is the second version. Where I changed a couple of words to make it about lesbians. Because uh-huh. <laughs> what could be better than regular porno for guys? Sure. Yeah. Lesbian porno. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sextant to the stars. A down and out recent divorcee and mother of three, Shelby McJuggums, <laughs> has lost her job as an air traffic controller. <laughs> Just when things seem like they can't get any worse, a mysterious woman appears who offers Shelby, quote, a new position if you can <laughs> take it. <laughs> Cue cheery rom-com music with a hint of 70s porno waka chicka waka. <laughs> Shelby begins her training with a series of initiations, <laughs> ultimately leading to her first assignment attempting to transition Hollywood A-lister Diana Buffington from Oscar-worthy <laughs> big-budget blockbusters to a new career in adult entertainment. As Shelby finds success at work, can she find happiness in life? Can she also find love? <laughs> Did you write that yourself? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, this is what we do Pretty at work. Amazing. Yeah, this is what we do at work. <laughs> That's awesome. I want to work with you guys. <laughs> you got my phone number. You can text me. You can text me. We can have a stupid conversation anytime you want. All right, I'm cool. always up for a ridiculous conversation. If as long as it turns into as long as it's ridiculous and it turns into like each of us trying to one one up each other with right. wordplay, about forty percent of the time, I'm on board. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got for news? Anything? Anything? Do you have any more news? I've got stuff to talk about, but it's not strictly news. Go for it. I'm still burping up gra- gravy candy. Open the thing. linky. Oh, linky. Wait, do I need to plug sound into this? Yes. Okay. It's it, it, Well, given that it's an audio podcast, absolutely. Well, it could be just... A, and this has happened in the past, where it's a video we look at and we listen to our reactions. Um, this, is, uh, this is a movie that somebody made, and... Um, we're not going to tell you uh, what the movie's based on, but you should be able to get a good uh, sense of it from some of the dialogue early made. on. Okay. Um, we're not going to watch the whole thing. The whole thing's like five minutes plus long. Okay. It's a short film, um, but it's uh, it's pretty interesting what these guys uh, did right. with the source material. And I will give you. I'll set the scene for you. It opens with uh, like a street scene. Um, the beginning is a voiceover with some action. You see like a person in shadow in the background and you see some bad things happening in an alleyway, like some, some crime stuff happening. Okay. And then eventually the main character goes to a parent's apartment. Okay. That's what you'll see on the screen. It'll all make sense when you hear what's going on. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy caught in a landslide? No escape from reality. Open your eyes. Look up to the skies and see, I'm just a poor boy. I need no sympathy because I'm easy go, easy go. A little high, a little low. Any way the wind blows, it doesn't really matter to me. To dude, me. Dude just got stabbed or got shot. Yeah. That was a loud knife. Mama, I just killed a man. Put a gun against his head. Pulled my trigger. Now he's dead. Mama, if it just begun, now I've gone and thrown it all away. Mama, I didn't mean to make you cry. If I'm not back again, this time tomorrow, you carry on. You carry on as if. Nothing really matters. Too late. My time has come. Send shivers down my spine. Body sinking all the time. He's got drugs. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) I gotta go. Gotta leave you all behind. Face the truth. Talking to the pills. They're angry at those pills. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to die. We're not watching the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes I wish I'd never been born at all. What I really enjoy cool. is that the O O O's is her. Is her? Mom, yeah. yeah. He worked those. They worked those into the, the dialogue. That's, That's the mom funny. crying. <laughs> <laughs> it's the whole. It's the whole song. <laughs> 
It's <laughs> about five minutes long. Yeah, that's you know, you cool. You can watch, watch the remaining three minutes yourself. <laughs> Literal Bohemian Rhapsody, it's called. <laughs> so there you go. Enjoy that. We'll link to it in the show notes. Yep. Oh, boy. Is that it for you? I guess. Well, while we're plugged in and with this plug in that hole, mm-hmm. <laughs> let's go ahead and learn some more. Oh, oh. learn some things? Yeah. Learning <laughs> with Mike. There it is. <laughs> learning with Mike. Mike, what are you going to learn us about? I am going to learn you all about uh, something from a couple of weeks ago. Christmas? It's another one of... No, from before that. <laughs> Referring to our show. Don't... <laughs> Not holidays. Um, yeah, we uh, we had a sh- uh, an episode called Irma Gerdberg. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was a good one. <laughs> so I had to go... You, did you see the picture that I made? Yes, I did. <laughs> so I had to go find that photo. With, you made that without? Well, yeah. Uh-huh. There, there wasn't one with her holding a giant Come hamburger. On, I mean, <laughs> you never know, man. You can find a lot of stuff on the internet. <laughs> but much like I, uh, I photoshopped a hamburger flying into uh, Doctor Frankenstein's mouth, which is now going to be our Frankenburger photo. Uh, I figured I needed to give her uh, Irma Gerd girl a uh, a hamburger too. So I had to go find that photo. What that was just her with the goosebumps books, uh-huh. without any of the stuff already on it. You know, like the base fo- the base photo that people use to create their memes. And in the process, I stumbled across uh, the good lord. Okay, a little history behind Ermagerd Girl okay. and the photo, and uh, found out who she is and how that photo came to be. All right, for a brief explanation of the meme we're going to go to knowyourmeme.com <laughs> there's some people pretending to be scientists in lab coats and one Excellent. of them one of, they have concocted an ermagerd drink <laughs> and given it to one of them this the brown haired girl here mm-hmm. who is now speaking in ermagerd ermagerd uncontrollably mm-hmm. and uh so i skipped out that part and here's the rest of it Brought to you by Cheeseburger. <laughs> Irma Gerd, also known as Gersperms and Burks, Burks, is an image macro series featuring a photo of a young woman holding several books from the children's horror series, Goosebumps. The phonetically written captions are meant to sound like a speech impediment caused by the use of an orthodontic retainer. <laughs> On March 14, 2012, a post titled Just a Book Owner's Smile was submitted to Reddit with a photo of a young girl posing with three books and her mouth agape in excitement. The top comment on that post linked to a quick meme submission of the photo with the caption, Gersperms, my favorite Burks. <laughs> the same day, the image macro was submitted in a post titled, Burks, which reached the front page of Reddit, eventually accumulating more than 17,000 upvotes. <laughs> the Irma Gerd dialect uses a complicated vowel substitution structure. For example, A, as in apple. Er, as in purple. U, as in underwater. Er, as in underwater. E, as in elephantitis. Er, as in elephantur. <laughs> On June 8th, 2012, Iconess Cheeseburger published a post titled Animal Memes, Irma Gerd, Irma Perg, which featured a photo of a pug staring at a box of milk bone dog treats with the caption, Irma Gerd, milk burns. Within two weeks, variations including other animal pictures had exploded through canvas, Tumblr, and BuzzFeed. 
A short time after that, <laughs> Ermagerd captions could be found being used on derp images. <laughs> but just who is Ermagerd Girl? The history so far is hazy. Emerge from the earth, 2012. A first set of books which included a picture of a young woman with the caption, Ermagerd! Okay, so they don't know. At this point that they made this video, they don't know who she is. But now we do, thanks to Vanity Fair. Oh, I was going to say, is it still a mystery? No. Okay. So we, we know more about this than we know like, about this, the, the weird tsunami that they can't explain. Yes. From Mike 60 solved years the ago. mystery. Good job, Mike. Wow. Well, and this, again, this is, this is uh, over a year old. But uh, yeah, <laughs> October of 2015, in Vanity Fair, of all places, was published the very lengthy article, Irma Gurdon, the untold story of the Irma Gerd girl. <laughs> Her name is Maggie Goldenberger. No, it's not. Pronounce her name correctly. Okay, you can read the rest of it normally. Who helplessly watched an internet meme spawn from her awkward adolescent photo. Except maybe the Gersperms girl never existed the way we thought she did. Anyway, here's a picture of her now next to the actual... The original photo. Okay. So, other than her eyes are a little bit wide set, more so than normal. Not doing that. Maybe not crapping on stuff. (laughs) She's perfectly lovely, and in fact, that retainer. She did a good job on her smile. Check out that smile. Her teeth look amazing. (laughs) Way to go, (laughs) dental science people. (laughs) Jeez. So, a lot of the stuff that's in this article you can find on the Know Your Meme website. Near your merm. Derby, 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 Okay. <laughs> we'll link, we'll link. Uh, when Maggie Goldenberger was in fourth or fifth grade, she and her friends seriously got into playing dress up. They would rummage through a dress up box full of accessories owned by Goldenberger's friend Kaylin and devise outrageous outfits, inventing eccentric characters and snapping Polaroids of each other. <laughs> and that's where that photo came from. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, <laughs> her in a weird dress with three goosebumps <laughs> books. Yeah, going she... <laughs> putting that face on. <laughs> yeah, she says I remember having a lot of fun picking out the items, uh, and Kaylin running downstairs to pick out books. Kaylin had suggested that Goldberger should hold the American Girl doll tie-in books. American Girl <laughs> Burks. That'd be too easy. It couldn't have become Irma Gerd. Why? It's already American, American, American girl. It's already got two ers in it. It would have had to become oh, something else. Yeah, <laughs> Gersperms, You know that, that works because it doesn't have er in it to begin with. Well, anyway, they decided uh, they decided to use the Goosebumps books instead. Goldenberger put on the, <laughs> the goofy vest and hoisted her hair up into intentionally dorky pigtails. Right. That she never she dressed w- like that normally. She's she just ne- trying to It says her. she never wore them like that otherwise. Right. And she never <laughs> uses those those abbreviations in her text. Brand- <laughs> brandished the chosen books and pulled an intentionally hideous face for the camera. Yeah. Normally, she hardly ever wore her retainer like she was supposed to, which actually is believable because... Nobody does. What kid who has a retainer yeah. actually wears it when they're supposed to? Uh-huh. Um, but it felt right for the character. She put it on for the shoot. 
Uh, the friend Kaylin had the resulting Polaroid posted on her fridge door for many years. Uh, she also uploaded it to MySpace and Facebook. Uh, of course she did. Dun, dun, dun. And when you put it on the internet, <laughs> it's on the yeah, internet forever. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, she's fine with it. <laughs> yeah, good sense of humor. That's good. She was on vac- says she was on vacation in Thailand. I think I've heard when that- somebody. <laughs> started emailing i've heard stories about a, a variety of people who have ended up as these meme photos or videos and su- a surprisingly large percentage of them they kind of have a little rough time with it for a bit but right. then they, they get okay well, the, with it they're it like whatever it was me you know right five years ago ten years ago it was a moment you know like with her she they was, own it they're they're fine she was already i think in college or out of college by the time, by the time it even became a meme. So yeah. she could, most people wouldn't even less. recognize her. Yeah. Right. But so uh, anyway, on the, know your meme page, it's got a lot of uh, technical information. And then, and then if you go all the way to the bottom, there's a uh, recent videos and images featuring the immigrant girl. Oh, look, what's the most recent image on there? My, how could, how could that have gotten on the internet? <laughs> you Photoshopped it and put it on the internet. Oh, look at that! (laughs) (laughs) And I added the text to it. They found your picture. No. (laughs) I gave them our our picture. Oh. (laughs) All right. All right. (laughs) Okay. Do we want to uh, touch base real briefly on uh, The Walking Dead? Not if I don't hear the music first. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't do that. Yeah, what button gonna, did I just push? We're gonna just roll into spoiler. Spoilers. <laughs> spoiler land. Walking Dead. First half of season seven yeah. wrapped up. Ermagerd spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want that to be the episode title so bad, but we just had one. Yep. Uh, so, thoughts? <laughs> There's basically like. Three things to talk about yeah. <laughs> for the whole season because it was kind of slow in the middle. Yeah, I was getting. And that's really... one of the things is that it was like you know episode the second episode to the to the to the seventh episode were pretty slow. It was pretty much Negan being a jerk for a bunch of episodes and an a awesome lot of, jerk and a lot of ep- <laughs> and a lot of episodes that were just like, well, oh. So we're not going to see 75% of our cast. Right. Mm-hmm. We're just going to spend time with these two or three characters right. or maybe an entire episode with one character <laughs> that hasn't gotten a decent amount of screen, screen time since her first introductions. <laughs> Tara got yeah. a fair yeah. bit of screen time when she was traveling with Glenn originally. Yep. Yeah. Um, to help him find Maggie, and then mm. of course Abraham and, and Abraham yep. at Al, uh-huh. and uh, and then kind of just you faded know, like, into the background. Had a little moment here and there. Had a girlfriend. Had a you know, Doctor Denise. Yeah, that. Uh, and then she got a whole episode to herself, which brings you know introduced some interesting things with that whole little community that is apparently chock full of guns. <laughs> um, but she's made a vow not to tell anyone. Of course, that's going to go right out the window when everybody starts banding together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Banding together to go after the Negan. So anyway, first episode. Yeah. Murders. Awesome. Plural. Uh. Yeah. I, I correctly guessed. I had I had two people in mind. I had my, my number one, who I thought was going to be the one to get it, and then my, my backup. And, right. and both of them got it. Really? <laughs> and I didn't know. I didn't, I, okay, I didn't know about who got it in the comic 
Right. You never mentioned it. Mm-hmm. I had never come across it. Um, you did, however, mention that Abraham was the one that that was supposed to get the arrow through the eye that Dr. Denise got. So I knew he was on borrowed time. Uh. Well, and I figured based on that and based on the way he was the only one puffing out his chest at Negan, that he was my yeah. guess for first one for, for the one to get it. Yeah. Well, uh, Robert Kirkman, who writes the comic, has said that in retrospect, he wishes he hadn't taken Abraham out the way he did. Really? In the comic. That that sudden, it was a shock value moment. Yeah. He did it to make everybody look, um, hey, look, it's the 100th episode. We're going to kill a major character. Uh-huh. Or 100th issue. That, was in, that, that happens in issue 100. Okay. Um, and everybody was expecting him to do something big because it's issue 100. And so he like, you know, like suddenly a main character just dead gone Shot through the eye with an Shot arrow through the eye with an arrow gone yeah um and everybody went all right well that was our big moment let's let's read the rest of the issue oh well that's what negan looks like oh he's got everybody on their knees hmm oh he's got a baseball bat wrapped oh, in barbed wire oh glenn oh glenn <laughs> oh glenn's eye oh um and that was the big shock for the comic <laughs> yeah so he, glenn, lulled, he lulled you with the initial kill yeah. glenn gets it in the comic too yeah okay yeah which I didn't know, but I, I, I he was my number, my number two choice because of the, the dumpster fake out. Yeah. Well. Oh, yeah. In, I looked at it from a storytelling perspective. I didn't have a feeling one way or the other on Abraham because I figured there was plenty that could still be done with him. But I felt like, you know, if they're going to make Negan look like a really bad guy, they need to be, it needs to be, there needs to be an important character, mm-hmm. a really important character in there, and a if the good sh- character, a good, I mean, meaning a good, a good person. person. Yeah, and yeah. if there is, if there was a moral center left in that group, it, yeah, was, it was Glenn because they uh-huh. keep killing the moral center. You don't want to be the moral center. No, no. <laughs> um, Andrea, Dale, yeah. <laughs> Herschel, yeah. all gone. Mm-hmm. And so you know, it it, it brings about you know, Carol on shaky ground. Yeah. He's, he's in he's in the first episode. He's been on the show since the beginning. Yep. You hear you hear his voice in the first episode. Yeah. Anyway. He's the one. T- he talks to Rick talks on the, 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 the walkie talkie yeah. in the tank yep. right away. Um, hey, dumbass. Pretty much calls right? him an idiot. Yeah. He's, he's, he is perhaps the character who has changed the most uh-huh. from the beginning of the show. He um, you know, he has relationships with all these characters in the group. Maggie, kid on the way. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, moral center. I mean, he had everything that just put the the crosshairs on him yeah. for a good storytelling death, for a, for a death that is going to actually impact the story and right. impact the characters. It impact. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do believe blunt that, force impact. Yeah, I yeah. do believe that they lost some of their momentum and it didn't hit as hard as it could have if they had not done the done the done, done a five month wait. Yeah. Um, and then everything kind of just slowed way down. And yeah. there's some great character stuff, and we got to see the kingdom, and Ezekiel is a nut job. And I love him <laughs> so much fun because he's so ridiculous. Carol's line was Carol's line, I think you're yes. spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> She's just looking at him like, really? <laughs> but then he comes clean, mm-hmm. which I thought, which I enjoyed. He How makes... quickly does he come clean in the comic? Do we know? I don't recall. Oh. He uh, at the end of the at the end of the episode, he's telling Carol's like, "Hey, I know, you know, right. I was a the- I was a theater guy. Yeah. <laughs> People want something to believe in. Yeah, they want a something they can latch on to. Any other thoughts? He had some other deaths. Yeah, like Carl getting all badass, taking that eye patch off for a while, <laughs> grossing everyone out. Yeah, 
Big Negan being chasm in his face. Being Negan. Well, he played some pool um, <laughs> in the street. I ain't, ain't going to lie to you, Rick. The kitchen's a mess. <laughs> what do they have, pasta? I brought your yeah. son back safe and sound. And I made him spaghetti. <laughs> I'm... I'm I know there there are people on the internet who are oh he's all one note blah 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 and they're just trying to make him this goofy likable but not likable guy and Negan Negan his his personality I was like he's the most interesting thing on the show right one now one note who said that oh, half of the internet okay <laughs> um well because it's just you know it's just he's you know he's the entertaining he's a, he's an enter, he's he's an entertainer yeah, like he's sure. he's clearly always just trying to make people go ha 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 look at me I'm evil. But he has this weird morality to him as well, and he's he has a code. he's entertaining. He does have a bit of a code. He's entertaining. He's you know he's got charismatic. This, he's he's very charismatic. He's got this weird likability to him, and um, well, to get all of those people to bow down and follow you and do whatever you want, you know, yeah. you can't just threaten them with violence. You have to put a spin on it. Yeah. That's his spin. He never um, like and they, and they do it and they he's he's a bit he's like that in the comic but they also have there's certain things in the comic that like in the comic he is an f bomb machine oh yeah he is a he he is a you know a belt gun of f bombs <laughs> <laughs> um so and they like had a to Tommy gun they had to <laughs> yeah they had, they had to break him of that for the for the show he he drops a few swears here and there but they uh, they made up for it with some with just like this weird charisma. He never kills the people who try to kill him. No. He just kills someone else. No, because, <laughs> because the people who try to kill him are going to be good earners. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're going to be good little soldiers. Like because they're, he didn't kill cause Rosita. Because <laughs> they're badasses. Right. He wants to keep the badasses in line. That's why he didn't just up and murder Daryl. He wanted to right. turn Daryl into one of his soldiers. He wants right. Carl to grow up and be a badass. Because yep. he's, already, he's already calling him badass. He's like, look at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You are, you know, when Carl starts to cry uh-huh. at one point when he gets Carl to break down, he's like, "Don't do that! You're gonna ruin my image." Yeah. <laughs> well, Carl, um, Carl has grown up and been shaped by the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, and he's, he's he's a he's he's a badass. Different. He's <laughs> he's in a lot of ways tougher than a lot of the adult he is, males, absolutely, and females. Yeah. Um, he's certainly tougher than anybody that we've seen who was from Alexandria. Oh, absolutely. There's nobody in out there. The most capable person in Alexandria is Aaron, and he's not as tough as Carl. Yeah. So, yeah. I was glad that we had, you know, that they, they turned around the uh, Rick being a broken man. They didn't, yes. they didn't stretch Thank that God. for too long. <laughs> they, needed, they needed to drive it home. Yeah. How long was Rick a, a, a gentle farmer at the prison? Well, off screen <laughs> for like, you know, Nine months or something, ten months. Yeah. But on screen, though. on screen, not very long at all because they immediately had problems as soon as they came back that season. Um, but you know, Rick was really only broken on the show for what couple weeks? Yeah, couple weeks worth of time passed in that first half of the season. Um, but we had other characters who were not. You know, Michonne was yeah. not prepared to take things lying down. No. Carl was not prepared to take things lying down. Maggie is slowly. You know, she's been grieving. But she's, you know, she's sitting there just kind of biding her time mm-hmm. through most of the season, waiting for, okay, at some point here, something's going to happen. And then, it, of course, it does at the tail end mm-hmm. of the season of the first half. Um, how do you like Spencer? Everybody likes Spencer? He's a fun character, right? 
I like them a lot more now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was I was wondering if they were going to do the comic job. Is that what happens? Oh, pretty much exactly. Pool the table guts. and everything? I don't remember it being a pool table, but he, the whole gut speech, I don't think you got the guts. Oh, really? The guts joke, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's in the comics. That's right out of the comics. <laughs> Although the person that takes the pot shot at him is different in the comic. Not Rosita. It's Carl. Hmm. Carl takes the pot shot and hits Lucille. Oh, really? In the comic, yeah. Okay. Well, they, I think, you know, they're, they're, they're finding ways to do things with characters on the show because they're trying to make sure they have, you know, characters have more to, you know, more going on. There's it's right. easy in the comics. It's very easy. There's, there's characters that drift into the background for too long in the comic. That's fine because it's just, it's a, it's lines on a page right on the show. Yeah. You know, these people are in the opening credits. They're getting paid for every episode right. of every season, whether they're in it or not. So you got to, you know, you want to get your money's worth out of it. You got to give them stuff to do. Right. So, I'm glad to see Rosita. This is this has been kind of like the biggest thing Rosita's had going on for a while, yeah. other than relationshipy stuff with Abraham, mm-hmm. right? So that's good. And they took the bullet maker. Obviously, I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> Eugene, <laughs> poor Eugene, who made Carl's bullet in the in the comic. Eugene, okay, that all works out that, uh, that, way, that way with Eugene. Eugene's okay. the one who starts making bullets. Yeah. So wait, was uh how how does the timeline work with Negan? having Carl and bringing him back. Is it completely um, different in the comic? Does that happen after? I don't remember the Carl specifics. Shoots I don't remember the specifics. It's been a while since I read it, but I'd have to, I'd have to go back and see. There's pieces mm-hmm. I remember and pieces I don't. You know, who gets gutted and the guts joke and everything, I remember that because right. it's an iconic moment. Who, who gets their, their eye popped out of their skull with, the, with Lucille. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's... We'll see what happens. I was glad and to see at the end. Jesus finally, is, Jesus is still a ninja. Jesus is still, awesome. I'm, I'm, more Jesus, more ninja Jesus, please. <laughs> they finally have the little reuniting of everybody. I have a coworker who made a coworker who made like how the hell is he supposed to get in there? All those people and they uh-huh. they don't know him. Blah blah blah. And he gets uh-huh. in there and gets back out without anybody seeing him. Blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. I'm yeah. like. Have you been watching this character? He's Jesus. a ninja. <laughs> Everything we've seen him do, he yeah. has he has he has not lost. No. He has bested everyone he's come up against. Yeah. He can walk sideways on walls. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't want to know the answer to this. Mm-hmm. I'm just okay. pointing out an observation. Yeah, I think he's uh he's uh no, I don't I forget the guy's name, the leader of Hilltop. I think he's his son. Oh, the good. dude from 24. Gre- Gregory. Thank you. Yeah. You think he's a what? I think Gregory's... Jesus is Gregory's son. Oh. Um, you think? I don't know. Or they're related. Uh, well, Gregory's a piece of crap. Yeah. So. Yeah. Gregory's, Gregory's lame. <laughs> Jesus and they, and is they, cool. <laughs> they brought it up on Talking Dead, but I had I was already like, I think they're, I think that's, that's. Then they started joking about how they have the same color blue eyes on Talking Dead. Oh, you can talk all that that yeah, all you want. Yeah, that means whatever. nothing. They they cast the right actor for the role, and they. Right. Who knows? Characters have different I color don't. eyes. Big deal. I don't have the same color eyes as my dad. Nope. <laughs> Me neither. Um, so, um, now yeah, well, there were that, that's where we're at. Now they're all now they're they had a nice big happy moment at the yeah, end where everybody kind of got like, like, everybody reuniting. had a little smile or got everybody to, nodded to they each nodded other. Nodded or yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, now let's go. Next up is dun 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 As they start putting together a makeshift murder machine, exactly fifteen minutes before they're just going to roll into 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 the sanctuary, and they're just or the saviors. Are they going to build it like around that tractor and let Maggie drive it? Yeah, and they're just going to roll right through there, and it's going to just be this big pile of wheels and and knives and rotors and saws that are just right through the right through the full scale battle box. Right through that sort of wall, yeah, obstacle course of thing walkers that they have around yeah. their home. Yeah. There we go, and it'll be close-up shots, montages of people screwing big screws onto lug, you know, <laughs> onto nuts and, or onto bolts, and yeah. threading things down. And somebody will be taking a gun out of the, the like the big case it comes in and put it into a big pivot and putting a pin thing through it. Uh-huh. <laughs> somebody will spike Mr. T's milk. Yeah, and Mr. So T will be like, I ain't getting on no plane. They can get in the, and in they'll the be they'll be they'll be taking the, the bl- they'll be taking the blades <laughs> off of a bunch of lawnmowers. And putting them onto arms <laughs> out in front of the thing that they spin and, and arm back and forth. Yeah. And it just becomes a it just becomes a, a zombie separator. <laughs> and a savior separator. A pity one, one can hope. Um so yeah, well that's where we gotta wait how many months now? It'll be February. Is it February fifteenth? Something like that. It's usually right around the middle of the month. Right around Valentine's Day. After the mid season finale. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm better with doing that eight episodes break eight episodes yeah. than with you know two episodes week off three episodes mm-hmm. two weeks off two episodes four weeks off yeah. you know I agree too but no could... no episodes in April because we have to save them up for May sweeps right no they go back to back all the time no no I'm that oh right I'm making yeah they they wrap up the last episode would be like the first week. Of April, and then you wouldn't have anything for a month yeah. for some <laughs> show. <Ugh>. <laughs> Hated that crap. But that's mostly... There's still shows that do that, but that, you know... Certain types of shows that have certain types of audiences, that has gone away. They do big chunks. Yeah. They tend to. That's good. I, I prefer that. Especially when you got ongoing storylines. Yeah. It's easier to keep track of everything if you don't have three, three different breaks over the course of the fall. Agreed. Not so important with uh, sitcoms. And, yeah, just little and where everything's self-contained. Procedural cop yeah. shows. <laughs> yeah, well. So, I think there's that. Uh, I don't know, anything do we, else? Do we have time for a quick Yelp review? Oh, I suppose we can do that. <laughs> this is, uh, Larry, you want to give us a little background on this Yelp? Uh, yes, this is one that we got. You know, I managed two restaurants down there, a little five points. There's Two? Uh, yeah, front page and the Tijuana next door. You're managing Tijuana now? I always have been since oh. I've been there. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay. I'm amazing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is a Yelp review that Tijuana Garage, the Mexican place, got, which I found hilarious. Uh, of course, it was filtered just a couple days later because they have some kind of thing that filters stuff. That was like the only review this guy's ever done. And sure. it was one star and... He obviously oh, this is a one-star review. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Surprise. <laughs> Does it start out with, I would give it zero stars, but it doesn't let me. It's not that, <laughs> uh, it's not that coherent. Uh, <laughs> we'll let Craig take it away. All right. <laughs> yeah, since we don't have, uh, there's, there's no uh, real actors read Yelp yeah. of this because yes. it disappeared so quickly. Right. Um, instead, there will be a real podcaster reads Yelp. Real Craig. Real Craig. Real Craig. <laughs> Real Craig, all one word. 
Um, You're going to have to do some beeping in this one, too. Okay. <laughs> um, and this is uh, a Yelp review uh, posted from um, November 29th of last year. Okay. Wait, 2016? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't like... What the f***? <laughs> Fucking food? I paid $20 for nothing? Chicken fajita? This restaurant has to put more chicken unless and pay $5 to park my car? No way. It's a robbery. I am angry with this. Please. Damn! <laughs> I would like to point out that um, every single Excellent one, work. every single one of those um, commas, uh-huh. semicolons, exclamation <laughs> points, and uh, periods that were placed into that, uh, don't with the exception exist. of one, don't actually exist in this. Yes. It's all. I was just going to say it's, it's, all it's one, run, one long sentence. The WTF has three exclamation points, and then the rest of it is just yeah, run on. <laughs> just word, 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 word. Ellie capitalized the F in the first f***ing. <laughs> but Maybe they're talking about that town else. that's named that. Mm-hmm. There's a town named that? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, there's a couple. Well, okay. Well, what, uh, well, geez. One, two, three, four double spaces. Yeah. We're in, in between what would have been normal sentences. <laughs> It's in Austria. There's signs of it on the internet all over the place. You can find people standing by the, the big sign. Yeah. It says, you know, welcome to, or, you know, this many miles to. Right. And it's, it's spelled exactly like that. F-U-C-K-I-N-G. Okay. It's spelled fajita correctly, but not chicken. Both times. He spelled chicken wrong the uh, same it, way. Is, okay, well, that's good. That's good. We only C- have to... C-H-I-K-E-N. Chicken. Fajita, so. spelled restaurant correctly. Please. Yeah. So anyway, that's what the deal. Please, damn. <laughs> <laughs> that was the toughest. That was the toughest part for me to come right. up with because it was like that's the punctuation <laughs> on the end of the review, and I wasn't sure. I think he might to uh, how to how to deliver I think that. He meant to write place, I guess, but I he wrote know. please. I don't know. That was me. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking at like five different screens. I'm like, I don't see it. My, my mom didn't answer correctly in trivia crack. Okay. <laughs> Can I keep that? You're, you're going down, Mom. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Yikes. All right. Larry. Yes, sir. Thank you for joining us. Today. Hey, thanks for having me. Happy New Year. Hey, Barry New Year to you as well. Barry? Barry New Year. Come on. Trading places. Barry New Year. From Cameroon. Uh, Jerky beef? <laughs> beef, beef jerky time. time. <laughs> what a great Christmas movie. I'm still burping up freaking gravy candy cane mm, over here. Yum. That's the gift that keeps on giving yeah, the it whole does. day. Did you finish your pickle? I did. I finished the pickle. <laughs> took and it all down, huh? Chowed that pickle down. Nope. <laughs> just took that pickle in there and just didn't stop until the job was done. It was a delicious pickle, man. I'm going to start calling you the Pickle King. Mike, where can they find us? <laughs> they can find us at NurburgerShow.com, at NurburgerShow on the Twitters and the Facebook. Email us, NurburgerShow at gmail.com. And uh, go to NerdBurgerGames.com for uh, ongoing game stuff. I've got uh, playtesters who are starting to tell me things. Oh, cool. And uh, you can go to DriveThruRPG.com to purchase Murders and Acquisitions. <laughs>
on the next episode of Nerdburger. Mike and Craig, welcome Battle of the Goals wow. to the show. He come out to talk about all the things that happen in the nerdy, geeky podcast area. <laughs> you, know how, you know how those Los Angeles cops are. <laughs> Bella, you got some explaining to do. I'm here to explain <laughs> what I've on the podcast. I'm going to talk about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> There's Lucy. <laughs>